Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. He is the most successful Irish player of all time A legend on the pitch And now a legend off the pitch He's become one of the best pundits on our screens As part of the Sky Sports team And as the Premier League kicks off I was so lucky last night Just as I went back to under 11's training Just before I walked out the door to that I got the chance to sit down And speak to the one and only Roy Keane Here's our chat Mr Roy Keane, how are you? Hiya, all good? Yeah Yeah, very good Very glad to talk to you I've Cards on the table, massive Man United fan, big Roy Keane fan, and uh, I've spoken to Gary before, but this is better for me, I've got to be honest. Gary Neville? Yeah. All right, tell you, <laughs> Gary Pallister. <or> something. <laughs> Come here, let's talk Man United, and we can only start there. What do you expect this season, Roy, from our favourite club? Well, I wouldn't be expecting too much. I think it's going to be a difficult uh, season. Obviously, things can change drastically over the next few weeks if they can get one mm-hmm. or two players in. But I wouldn't have great hopes for United this year. I think the new managers coming in, they brought a couple of players in, three players in at the moment. Uh, obviously, the speculation with Ronaldo, if he goes. So I think it is a case of the dread award of, of rebuilding. But I think yeah. I think things are amiss at United. I think there's obviously issues on and off the pitch. I think the recruitment, I think it'll take time for the new manager to put a marker down. So I wouldn't be expecting too much. But having said that, it's still Man United and you're still thinking, you know, can they compete? Uh, not necessarily, obviously, with Man City and Liverpool. But yeah. Chelsea, Arsenal, obviously, and Spurs. Yeah, Spurs actually compete are... With them. Yeah, the Spurs are a bit worrying in the amount of business they're doing and what look like pretty... But I say good signings, I mean good signings in the terms of what Spurs seem to need. Yeah, I think the recruitment is key for any club. I think the way Spurs have got the deals done, generally speaking, the history Spurs usually they seem to drag things out and get things done at the last minute or deals falling through. But they've done their business early. They obviously had a good finish to the season. They do have a world class manager there. Mm. They've got some brilliant strikers. They've got goals in the team. Yeah, I think obviously the feel good factor, momentum, confidence, the usual words. But I, I think Spurs. But then again, this is where we, you know, some, over the year, over a few years, sometimes we've given Spurs a bit of a build up and they've come up short. But I think this year they'll be a seriously strong team. And at the moment, on paper, their squad looks very, very strong. Yeah, there are six of us in my house. Myself, my four kids are all Man United. My wife is Tottenham, and so right. every season that comes around, and every season I tend to smile at the end of the season. I'm not so sure about this one. I think it might be more difficult. Um, you mentioned Man City and Liverpool. I mean, can even Liverpool challenge Man City now that they've signed Haaland? Yeah, no, I know. I think Liverpool can. I think they've done over the last few years. They've obviously been pushing them. They won it themselves what two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. They've recruited well themselves. They've got an outstanding striker. Uh, we saw. I know it's the community shield, but they still put a marker down with their desire, their hunger, the strength of depth they have. I, I wouldn't be writing Liverpool up, yeah. absolutely not, I think. <laughs> and I think both teams are good for each other, the way they're pushing each other to another level. The, the points total, the goals they scored are so hard to beat. They've got momentum into both clubs. Oh, I think uh, them, those two teams are so strong at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I have to agree with you, unfortunately. Um, looking down at the rest of the table, I mean, the promoted sides are interesting. Fulham have started to buy fairly well. Forest have come up, obviously. Is there anyone else, even inverted commas, mid-table, that have impressed you in terms of the summer signings and things? Well, obviously, there's always that. Yeah, Again, you're, you're, you're looking at teams like Everton. Again, I think a lot of the clubs, sort of, that recruitment has been so difficult for them. You mentioned the three promoted teams. As much as they've invested, it's going to be so difficult for the teams that came up. We've seen over the last few years, even clubs like Watford and Norwich end up with such a poor points total. So that the teams that have come up, despite the money they've spent, is going to be tough going for them. 
really yeah. is going to be tough because obviously the gap between the championship and the premiership is is huge at the moment. Mm. In terms of mid-table teams, again, it be interesting to see how Brighton can do. They've made great progress, but they've obviously looked like they've lost a couple of their better players. There's always that challenge. But for the teams near the bottom, particularly for promoted teams, you've got to have a good start. You've yeah. got to get some points on the board very, very quickly or it's going to be one long, tough season ahead. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. What about new? Where's all the Newcastle money we expected to maybe see? Are they maybe trying to abide a little bit by the FFP and all yeah. that? And of course, they'll be under pressure from from that side of it. And of course, again, we talk about recruitment. It's very, very difficult, particularly if you're trying to get the top players. Because a lot of top players still want to go and play in, in Europe in the Champions League. And obviously, yeah. Newcastle aren't at that level yet. So Newcastle have been fairly quiet. But they did invest a lot of money last January, so maybe they're thinking, listen, we just need to add one or two. Obviously, they've been interested in Madison at, um, at Leicester. Yeah. If, he, if they got him in the door, you're thinking, you know, he would certainly improve them. So, yeah, there's still question marks over Newcastle. But the important thing for Newcastle is with the recruitment they got last year, the players have obviously been at the club now six months longer. They had a good finish to the season. Their home form was excellent. They feel good factors back to the club. But like every manager, I'm sure he'd like to add one or two players, you know, by the by the end of August. Yeah, there's a long way to go, I suppose. Another the guts of a month before the window closes. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And um, obviously, you know, you guys at Sky Sports, uh, it's a great team of people. I mentioned Gary before, but the two Jamies and Micah and Graham and everyone. As a member of that Sky Sports team, when you're getting this close to the season, what is it you're looking forward to most ahead of the start? Well, you, you, you know, a part of your your own mindset is just to get up and run and get the first one or two games under your belt yourself to get back mm. into the swing of things. But I have to say, when we do live games and you get to a game, and particularly when you're looking at some of the top teams, it is a great reminder to realise again how brilliant some of these teams are. Yeah, I, I done the Community Shield last week, and you're thinking it's still a bit of a friendly, but it was so intense, and the two teams, they just so much desire to go and win the game of football. And there'll always be that question mark. So we're going to the season. Okay, there'll be doubts about Man United, but you, you still be thinking. You never know if you, Ronaldo stays and they get one or two players in. Maybe, maybe they can get some momentum into the into yeah. the team pretty quickly into the season. So vital again, obviously, stating the obvious that they have a good start. You know, they, they have a tough game on Sunday against Brighton. But the way I look at it, listen, I love football. I'm like a fan myself. So there's yeah. that excitement before the season starts. We're doing a couple of games on Sunday. Looking forward to that. There's obviously some games coming up over the Friday and Saturday. And you're intrigued to see how teams do, how new players settle in, which teams struggle, because the other side of it, we're, we're talking about doing well. If you have a tough start, unfortunately, there will be managers under huge pressure come the end of August. That's the reality of the game. But from well, a pundit point of view, from a fan, from an ex-player, I'm looking forward to it because, as we saw, particularly towards the end of last season, there's some exciting football ahead. Well, there definitely is. And a World Cup year as well. A strange one, obviously, with the World Cup in the wintertime and the break in the mid-season and all. Do you think that's going to have a big effect on yeah, the outcome um, of the Premier League? Uh, who knows? I, I think we are going into the unknown. Obviously, the last yeah. few years, it's been strange circumstances, the way the game has changed with VAR. And obviously, then we had the COVID issue. Now we have the World Cup coming up um, in a few months. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how teams cope with it and deal with the, the breaks. Obviously, some clubs will have more players going away for the World Cup than others. It'll be interesting to see. But as usual, the, the game takes care of itself. We all get on with it. We all enjoy it. And um, and generally speaking, the bigger squads, as usual, the bigger clubs yeah. generally tend to deal with these challenges easier than others. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, looking forward to working with Micah again. You two always have great fun. and I love watching you two on the telly together. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I enjoy working with all the pundits I work with, whether it be um, Jamie or Nev, whoever it might be. You have, to, you have to respect everyone you're working with. Obviously, Mick is a nice character. He's yeah. always 
he's obviously always enjoying himself. I, I, I obviously do question his knowledge on football, but he's um, <laughs> he is he's good company. Put he it that is, way. And he's, yeah. he, he really is a, a really good personality about him, and he's very likable. Okay, Roy Keane, it's an absolute honour to talk to you. Thank you so much, and I look forward to watching you on Sky over the coming season. Thank you. Thank you. All the best. Cheers. Bye. There you go. Roy Keane. What a man. Absolute legend. Uh, don't forget, Sky Sports is the home of the Premier League with 128 matches exclusively live this season. I can't wait for Man United on Sunday. Look, it kicks off this evening, but I can't wait for it. Premier League's back. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.